Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a brand new show on the Ringer Podcast Network dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish Feed, I'll be talking with my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV and movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish Feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, at least I don't do crystal meth in the bathroom all night long. That's my opinion! He will never emotionally fulfill you. Because I don't want to be a part of this. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Close your legs to married men, trash box. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Who gonna check me, boo? Welcome back to the Morally Corrupt Show, a show here on the Ringer Reality Feed. I'm Rachel Lindsay. She is Callie Curry. And we only got a short episode today. Um, we lost Potomac. Got to wait for a new season with that. So all we have is Jersey. And of course, we've got the news of the week. But here's the thing. Callie, I don't know about you, but it is hard to find news of the week that does not go back to Vanderpump Rules. All roads lead to Vanderpump Rules. Everything. Oh, I mean, I guess it is new that Ariana finally spoke out and she put out a statement on social uh, media. And I loved it. And I loved <laughs> it. I literally want to get the last sentence tattooed on me. I've never heard it. I don't know if it's the thing, but I absolutely loved it. She said, what doesn't kill me better run. I loved it because I, you know what, the first time I read it, I read it as what doesn't kill me makes me stronger because that's what you hear people say. But yeah, she's like, that's what I'm saying. no, forget that. <laughs> you better run. And I'm loving it. And now there are rumors that Raquel might not come to the reunion. I mean, they're very strong rumors. The, the, the reunion is supposed to is set to film um, a week from yesterday. So Thursday. And right now with her restraining order, um, in her restraining order, it also stipulates that they can't even be on a Zoom together. Um, I know this absolutely sucks for Sheena, especially since it seems like everyone is saying that it didn't even happen, that Sheena didn't even punch her. So it sucks, but I'm like, Sheena, I'm sorry. You need to stay home then. Uh -huh. Raquel has to come. I would rather have Raquel come and then make Raquel leave for the like for Sheena to zoom in for like ten minutes because like yeah I don't really care like we I want Raquel 
Yeah. But like, also Raquel, get rid of the restraining order. What a bitch ass move to not come to the reunion. You started all this shit. You were one of two to start all this shit. And then you're not even going to be there to stand for it. I'm not kidding. I, I would be, I will be furious. I don't even want Raquel to do a sit down one-on-one with Andy because my God, if it's anything like what we got with Robin, it's a waste of our time. I want her to have to confront people for what she did. And though she affected, I don't want the reunion to be a whole shit talking about Raquel like we saw with Jen Shaw in Salt Lake City. That's, we don't need that. So somehow, Bravo, use all the powers that you have and Figure it out. Postpone the reunion until the restraining order expires. Because they're not, this is it's my not thing. in perpetuity. If, no, it's till March 29th. It's one more week. It's literally one more week. And then they go Let's to court, go. which there seems to be like multiple things that would prove that Sheena didn't ever punch her. Which also, if this is true, Raquel, like you need therapy. The fact that you did this for seven months with your be- quote unquote best friend's uh, boyfriend, and then now you're lying about this to get out of shooting the reunion, like something's off with her. I don't know if you heard, but her best friend podcasted and said he had FaceTimed with her Saturday at 10.30 a.m. and everything was fine. Later on that day is when she went to emergency care to say that she got punched. What? I thought yeah, she said so it she happened got on Wednesday. She was wi- yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, it happened on Wednesday night. And then she went to urgent care Saturday afternoon. But he was like, I FaceTimed her Saturday morning. Like everyone is saying it's fake. They said that Sheena did push her, but no punch ever happened. Also, the guy who's her friend was like, I'm also a fighter. Sheena's not a professional fighter. Do I think that she had the like accuracy to just punch her one time and it landed exactly in her eyeball? Like, no, there's just, there's just no way that happens. And then there's been another one of Raquel's friends, which which obviously I'm like, Raquel, you don't have any friends because not one person is coming out and standing up for you. Not one. Every single person that you're quote unquote friends with seems to also be friends with Sheena or also to be friends with Ariane. Like you had no friends. And the fact that not one like character witness can come out on your behalf and be like, no, she's really a good person. Like Peter did an interview and they asked him, like, do you think she's a good person? And he was like, I don't, I don't know if she's a good person. Like he, cause the, the interviewer asked her, asked him like, don't you think it's weird that no one's come out to defend her? And he was like, no, I don't know if anyone knows if she's actually a good person. Raquel is that classic case of the big eyed, green girl who moves to LA and this city eats you alive. Eats them. She mm-hmm. has lost all sense of identity. Bring her home. That's what needs to happen at this point. She needs some kind of intervention. She doesn't need to be here. This city has won. Los Angeles won. Rachel zero. It's And I, and I see it with people on The Bachelor too. They finish the show, they move to LA, and the city eats them up because they don't, they're not grounded in anything. Raquel was grounded in Vanderpump rules and she has ruined that. So she really doesn't have anything to stand on. Well, it happens all the time. Um, it happens faster 
and worse when you have any sort of like glimpse of relevancy or fame or anything. So she came there. I think she purposely tried to date James to get on the show. That's my opinion now. Um, She did that and she got to go to the reunion. She got a little bit of camera time. And literally tasting that for her was like, I will do anything to keep this alive. And that's where we are today. The funny thing is, you did too much. And now it might be dead. Because don't nobody want to film with you. And if you don't go to the reunion, she damn sure should get fired. It should be done for you. If you can't, if you can't show up for the reunion, then you're done. There's nowhere to go from here for her except to say she's in love with Tom and see that through. But there's nowhere, there's no friendships to go to. There's no more men to go to. Like it's the end of the road unless you hold on to whatever this is that you have with Tom Sandoval. That's it. That's it. Um, Okay. In other news, Juan Dixon was fired. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following along, but in December, In December, Juan Dixon came under fire for how he handled a situation involving a former player who filed a lawsuit against one of Juan's former staff members, claiming that that staff member manipulated that former player into sending him nudes, nude photos, and sexually suggestive text messages and extorting him in the process. Um, Well, they also... Oh, there's more. There was... I mean, they, they were physical. Oh, they were physical. Okay, wow. Um, okay, so yeah, all this was he, going on. He extorted him by him sending him the photos and the videos. The coach mm-hmm. was then like, well, he didn't know it was the coach at the time, but the catfish was like, you and your coach have to hook up on camera or I'll release these videos. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. I'm... My yeah, heart goes out worse. to this former athlete. This just, poor, yeah, yeah, like absolutely awful. And allegedly, and correct me if I'm wrong, he said he told Juan and Juan didn't do anything about it. Allegedly, well, obviously all of this is alleged because it's we've, we've only heard it's from giving the, the one side of it. Yeah, but allegedly he did tell Juan. Um, nothing happened after he told Juan. Like this didn't continue afterwards. Um, but allegedly... The guy, the, what ended up happening is the player and the staff member were off the team. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure how the player got kicked off for right, being extorted. Right. right. Um, and also allegedly Juan was just kind of like, okay, let's go to practice. Like we still have games to play or whatever. Again, alleged Robin says that what has been alleged is not true. So Robin, um, I assume this will be, you know, we'll see more of it because he's suing. Um, not Juan, I think the school, um, which he should. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is, this is crazy. He lost his scholarship. So. Yeah. Really? And I don't really understand situation. how, yeah, I'm not sure. That's why I'm like, we're clearly not getting all the details. Cause like, how are you kicked off the team? How did you lose your scholarship? I don't know. The whole thing is really, really weird, but whether Juan played a part in it or not, um, him being unaware that this is happening, it happening right under his nose. Uh, Coppin State wasn't uh, like particularly successful when he was there. I think it's a really easy decision for the school to just be like, it's just not worth it. We're just going to move on. We got to get, we got to, we're going to cut ties for, yeah, from everybody who was involved, especially if they're coming under fire for a lawsuit as well. Let's just 
also, at least do this. On top of all of that, they're probably like, we could also just like go get Joe Smith from down the street and it's not that big of a story. But because you're married to Robin, like not only did you fuck it. up, but now it's a national news story on top of it. That's it. That's it. Look at Callie putting on her administrative hat. <laughs> That's exactly Listen, he, what's happening. He would have to go. <laughs> he, he would, would have, have to go. You're to right. Go. It's too much attention. And you're even more so like the the cherry on top is they haven't had a winning season. So you're right. That's a perfect opportunity to even more so let him go and start and re- have a reset button with that basketball team. Um, probably the best news that I've heard in a long time in regards to Bravo oh my gosh, is that Mary Cosby is officially back. I mean, rejoice. If we did hallelujah. Yes. If we didn't love her more, you know, because remember, we didn't even get her in the reunion the last, the sec, at the end of the second season. We loved Mary. She took time off. Her coming back is just making us just want her more. But there has been a photograph that has been released of Mary, which even more so confirms that she's officially back. We don't know in what way. We don't know friend of. We don't know if she is going to hold a snowflake, but we know she is filming and the cameras are on. The picture shows her sitting on like a a Sprinter van, which we know how iconic those are in Salt Lake City. But she was spotted uh, uh, sitting unhappily in this van while the rest of the cast partied at Gay Club Hunters in Palm Springs. Now, after I just read that part, I know exactly why Mary was probably sitting on the van. Um, all I know is I am thrilled. Thrilled. I could not have been happier because it's a video. There's a video of someone like walking past. I mean, she's literally just sitting there unhappy, but it's like a video of her. I When I was scrolling, I don't know if it was Twitter or TikTok. When I was scrolling and this video flashed up on my screen, I couldn't have been happier. One, that Mary is back. Two, that they're at a gay club and she's sitting unhappy in the van. Like, it was, it's just all good. This is all good news for us. Yes, it is. And and we know that we need Mary because Salt Lake City, the women aren't getting along. It doesn't look like in real life they're even getting along. I was supposed to interview Whitney Rose yesterday and she canceled. So I'm like, what is happening? What is going on? Uh, well, Jen Shaw's in jail, prison, excuse me, prison. And they need a Hail Mary here. No pun intended. Hail Mary Cosby. And we got it. So now I'm looking forward to Salt Lake City. And she, I want her full time. I want her in that closet. I want her (laughs) in that church, in that pulpit. I want, I want her in all her glory. Oh, cannot wait. Um, I can't wait either. And it doesn't seem like Heather and Whitney, I mean, apparently we, we saw, I think at BravoCon, like apparently they mend fences at Ultimate Girls Trip on Ultimate Girls Trip. Uh, but we haven't seen that yet on the actual show. So when was that filmed? That was filmed before BravoCon, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then BravoCon, they clearly are on different sides. And even there's been some social media issues as well, probably because Salt Lake City hadn't aired when Ultimate Girls Trip happened. So like that just was stirring up so much other stuff. It's hard to keep track of these timelines now. I don't know why it took so long for Ultimate Girls Trip Thailand to come to us. 
And this turnaround has been ridiculous, which makes me think that there was a lot going on. Um, I would also like to say, as we move on to New Jersey, which is something we can wait for, because even though this is episode six, every episode has been hot. It's been wild. It's checked off every single thing that is important for a successful episode. We got this filler episode. So it's a bit of a disappointment and there's really not anywhere to go. It's just setting us up for what's to come. But I will say... I can't give too much information because I did sign something, but I did attend my first Real Housewife taping. It was weird. It's been a long time since I've been around reality TV cameras. I wasn't that involved. I was like background, but I was there supporting someone for the event. And there were some surprises. There were some surprises. And I also was like, I shouldn't be here. That's what I felt like. I shouldn't be here. <laughs> I can't wait till it airs. I literally, when, when something happened, I grabbed the person's arm next to me and I go, ah, oh, I shouldn't have been there. But all I have to say is looking forward to, that's a tease. I, I should be paid at this point. Looking forward to Beverly Hills. That's all I should, that's all I have to say. I was gonna say, I can't wait till your NDA runs up and we can talk about it. So. <laughs> Look at to it. Tune in. Um, Tune in. I was going to piggyback off of what you said about Jersey. Worst episode so far this season. Um, Not a lot to talk about, but (laughs) I'm not not mad about it. I'm like, every episode can't be five out of five. You know what I mean? Can't be five stars. You have to have a few of these filler episodes to give us a breath. So this is our breath. Mm -hmm. We'll probably spice back up next week. Um... But yeah, no, this episode was more so just like feel good, good, you know, money was raised. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, you know, we'll start with the baseball game. Kudos to Dolores. We've seen her put this baseball game together. There seemed to be a beautiful turnout. Um, I, they, they won, I think. I don't know. I might have, they won. Did they win? They won. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who they were playing. They were losing bad. They came back. You know, the the kids were involved. The adults weren't great. I, I just, it's I, it's all for a good cause, which is amazing. We see Dolores and Frank talking towards the end where Frank is upset that his family dynamic has changed. He's like being such a big baby about it. You should be happy for Dolores that she's found happiness. You have a girlfriend. You have, you get everything your way. Right. You cheated on Dolores. Dolores, for the sake of the family, still kept everything together. She just decided to no longer be with you, but she made everything comfortable and easy for you. Now Dolores is being a little selfish. Good for Dolores. And she has a man who really seems to love her and to support her. And I love that Dolores is like, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what I want. And she's putting herself first despite Frank's plea for anything different. So. Yeah, totally. Frank, get over it. I I just understand. I understand Frank's point of view that um, I think Dolores is doing everything right. By the way, not mad at Dolores, but I understand Frank, who has always gotten his way, who Dolores has always bent over backwards to make him a priority over her relationship. Um, this is like the first time where Dor- Dolores hasn't done that, and he's fifty something years old. So he's like, "What the fuck is happening? Why is this happening exactly. to me right now?" And he doesn't know how to deal with it. He's always been able to have. <laughs> his girlfriend and Dolores. And even right. though 
even though I don't, I don't even necessarily think that, you know, he wants to like be with Dolores. If you have someone who's been there for you for 20 plus years and always been willing to prioritize you and make sure that your family is good and together, uh, not having that changes things. So he's struggling, but Dolores, you're making the right decision. So yeah, you live once. Good for Dolores. Be happy. Yeah. And I like seeing the scenes with Dolores and Polly because it's just nice to see her laughing and smiling. And we see the scene where her dad comes over and he's even expressing how thrilled he is to see, you know, his little girl taken care of because those David years were rough, right? David seemed more <laughs> into Frank than he did Dolores. He took better care of Frank than he did Dolores. The flashback scenes we get are with Frank and David. So I, I'm just, I get excited for Dolores when I see her with Polly. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Ice Tea. Go beyond reality with new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea and discover a berry delicious world bursting with unexpected blackberry flavor. A world so full of refreshing blackberry iced tea that you may never want to leave. But there's always time to linger. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit amazon.com slash pureleaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Not much else really going on. The, the other thing that stands out, we see Teresa talking to her therapist. Great. Love that she's in therapy. Just solidifies the fact that she has turned to a corner and really seems to be taking, prioritizing her mental health, her peace of mind, and her relationship with um, Louis. The scene, I will say, the scene where, you know, Teresa and Louis come in with the girls and the cousins are embracing one another and the interaction between the cousins at the charity game really does make me happy. I'm really rooting for these kids being the bigger people in this situation and realizing that's our parents' mess. We're going to carry on the legacy of our family. And I really, really hope that they continue to do that. Like Gia has her issues with T.O. Joe, Zio, excuse me, Zio Joe, but she still seems to love on her cousins so much. Um, Antonia is not really around. Yeah. But I feel like when they're like, Antonio didn't come to the Sweet 16, Antonio, I feel like Antonio is being a teenager. She just seems to be caught up in being, a, I don't know that she's doing it in a vindictive way. I feel like she's like, I don't want to come yeah. around. I'm a teenager. I want to do my own thing, my own way. Yeah. It seems like off camera, 
that the cousins are still getting along. So it's more so that like, I don't think I'm sure Antonia doesn't love Teresa and Louie because she's old enough that she hears from her mom and blah, 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 whatever thing, which is like, you know, the same. Gia, as Melania. Gia and, yeah. Yeah. Like they probably, obviously they do, they do so the same way, but I like that they're able to all be together. Um, yeah. I mean, I, Melissa's going to talk shit. Joe's going to talk shit. <laughs> Which, a- a- any chance they get. Every episode. Any chance they get. I Every mean, episode. Here we are. You're making new friends with Rachel and her husband. I think his name's John. Um, you're making friends with them. Can we talk about... Can we talk about things that new Anything. friends talk Anything about? Else. Can we get to know each other? Here you are, shitting on your family in front of your new friends. It's like, I could tell John and Rachel were like, Jesus, like, please. You know, they just seem like, can they we move on? They barely spoke. Yeah. It- they barely spoke. <laughs> also, Margaret, give it a fucking rest. Please. Please. I did love, again, the new girls are just great casting. <laughs> Danielle. Danielle has been funny every episode. I even liked when she was like, I got my nails in my hair, but I grew up on whatever with five boys and then all boys and da, da, da. Like, I just love Danielle. I also like how she's like, my friends are telling me this. I don't want to go into a friendship, but I do know what you did to my friends. Like, I like Danielle's like mindset about all of it so far. And even when they were like, like what did Teresa say? What did Teresa say? She put it as nicely as possible. Like she did not want to throw Teresa under the bus. Um, so Danielle's been great. Rachel, I even like, she got over the, the whole thing with Jennifer. She um, like talked to her at the softball game about Olivia and what she said about being a therapist. Like, I don't love the side she's choosing in this so far, but like, I feel like she's been able to kind of navigate and she's like slowly figuring it out. So Jen's been fine. I mean, not Jen, Rachel's been fine. And then Jennifer. She has been, she needs, she needs, what do they have in Jersey? What do they have? What are they holding in Jersey? Not a, a meatball? <laughs> no way, are they? No. Whatever they're holding, she needs a meatball. <laughs> because I love her. Her being like, you're acting fucking crazy. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but. Yeah, but Jen, blah, blah, blah. she's like, I, I, Jen's not my friend. Yeah. I'm not concerned about Jen. You were acting insane. And I'm like, thank you. I'm glad that someone, like everyone wants to jump on Jen, which she was yelling too. That's all fair. But no one has said anything to Margaret about her yelling. And her friend was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You acted crazy. And her friend received it. Margaret received it. I, Yeah. I really, really appreciated it. So I, and like I think Jen she's too. only a friend of, but yeah, she's great in every scene that she's in. She's a great addition. Can I just say, Danielle with these flashbacks, Danielle has a home video or a photo for every single flashback. Everything. <laughs> playing baseball, playing basketball, like with her I younger brother. It's so funny to me. I'm like, this family was meant to be on the screen starting back when she was a kid. It's so funny. I was like, how do we have all this home footage? How do we have all of this? I also don't have any home footage at all. Like, I have nothing <laughs> yeah. from my childhood. 
um, cause my house was burnt down. So like seeing all of this, I'm like, fuck man, they got a whole library. She just, you tell her a date. She goes into the library. It's chronological. She's going to pull a VHS. She Absolutely. has all of it. Absolutely. Um, last thing, Jennifer and Bill, and this has kind of been a theme all season, but they're not on great terms. They're going through a rough patch. Seems like they've been going through a rough patch. And, you know, it feels like they stay together for the sake of the family. The, also, there's no prenup. I believe that's been said before. I, I'm, a, I'm pretty sure there was no prenup because I think he got, he got his wealth while they were together. He didn't come in with it. He did. He um, did. He did. So, you know, there seemed to be, and, and listen, this kind of comes out in therapy. I'm sorry, but Jennifer and I, to each their own and how they handle difficult situations. But Jennifer admittingly says that when she found out that Bill cheated, she forgave him and she thought she forgot about it. She brushed it under the rug. She moved on. She never dealt with her feelings about it. Well, when Margaret brought it to light and everyone else is finding about it and now her kids are finding out about it, which she reveals for the first time that I think she had mentioned before they told the oldest ones, but she reveals that Olivia, the youngest, found out via TikTok. So she's now talking about how devastating that is, and rightfully so. But now she's got to deal with it because she's got to face it before. No one knew before. Or if they did, they didn't talk about it to her. So she could pretend it didn't happen. Now she's got to address it. And she's not okay with it because who would be okay with it? Especially when it happened while she was pregnant, right? She was pregnant. So like, it's like adds a whole nother level to it. So she and Bill are in therapy dealing with it. And I got to say, I'm annoyed too at Bill's silence. And maybe it could be, he just doesn't want to talk about it on camera. Maybe he's like, can we talk about this in therapy when nobody's around? But his silence is killing me. It makes me despise him. Yeah, I have two thoughts on it. I think um, my husband is super quiet. Um, Yes, I think that like having a serious conversation or communicating anything out loud is not like an easy thing for him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it seems like Bill's that same way. So do I think that there's any chance that we would get anything out of him if we went to therapy on camera? No. I think going to therapy in general, like we've done like marriage counseling. We did it before we were married too. And like, it's been, it was totally fine. But like, so he's not against therapy, which I guess I get that it is weird for certain cultures, which is weird for Bill. So that's already an uncomfortable step for him to make. So it's uncomfortable for him to talk about it in general. He seems to just like to avoid and not talk about it. It's uncomfortable for him to go to therapy. And for so I think for Jen to be like, oh, I have a good idea. Let's make you not only talk about it, let's make you go to therapy and let's yeah. make you do it on camera. Yeah, I'm like, you're asking for way too much. You're not going to get anything out of Bill in this situation. Um, I get that you have to do it for the show, whatever, but I would hope that Bill might be a little bit better without cameras there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's probably still not great. Like if you're uncomfortable talking, it's going to take a few sessions for him to feel comfortable saying anything. If he's, if he's weird about talking about it with no one there, he's going to be even weirder with a stranger there, which is the therapist, which I, even when I go to therapy, like my first session with the therapist isn't the best session. You know what I mean? Like we have to get to know each other first. Um, and then have a camera there. Like there's just no way. 
There's, so I wouldn't I do it with I a camera. Expect, yeah. I didn't expect much from the therapy session. And then um, the other thing is Jen, she dominates the conversation and she probably does it more because Bill's not saying anything. So she's filling up the room. Um, they just don't seem very happy right now. Also to your point about husbands being quiet or being uncomfortable in those types of situations, I wouldn't put my husband in that situation. I would have gone to individual therapy. I would have gone to individual therapy. And if, if we're going to do it with a camera, and then I would reference that Bill and I are going together, but I would have done it by myself because I do think it was interesting to hear Jen say that she feels lonely you know, because she's always talking so big, my big house and, you know, my big lifestyle and, and, and all these things. But at the end of the day, that stuff can't comfort her and hug her back. So I, I thought yeah. it was a, a moment to, whether you like Jen or not, to, to feel, feel bad for her and some of the things that she's gone through. Um, yeah, in her marriage. So, um, I see that. That's it for, for Jersey. Like we said, it was a filler episode. We assume they're setting us up. I didn't see the previews for next week. Um, but I'm going to assume they're setting us up for something big next week, at least at the end of the episode. But speaking about setting something up big next week, we're starting a new franchise. We referenced it just a little bit in this episode, but. We're finally getting that ultimate girls trip Thailand. Thailand. We're finally getting that ultimate girls trip Thailand season three. It's weird that we have seasons. I think, I don't think they should name these seasons. I think they should just be like ultimate girls trip Berkshires, ultimate girls trip. Where did they go? Somewhere on the islands. Ultimate girls trip Thailand. Um, that's what they should do, but we will be back. We will be recapping it. And Jody, Jody Walker will be here to help us recap that. But Callie, you have your own little announcement. Yes, next week, um, I got to interview Giselle on Ultimate Girls Trip. And it was great. And she did spill a little bit of tease and got us excited for the rest of the season. I forgot. I was like, wait, Potomac's over. I totally forgot she's on Ultimate Girls Trip. See, that's how long we waited. Girls Trip. <laughs> I can't name three people that are in this cast. Because I'm mixing it up with the next cast that's been announced. And I can't even remember who's on it. Do you remember? Yeah, I've watched the first three episodes. What? It is Giselle and Candace, Heather and Whitney, Marisol and Alexia, Leah, Portia. Again, this happens every Ultimate Girls Trip, but it changes your mind on some people. I can't wait. That's all, that's all I need to hear for a tease. Also to note, cause you know, um, on higher learning, Van is in fully in the Potomac. He has gone back to watch the, pr- the prior <laughs> episode and his, he has a power ranking, which would shock you, but his number one is Giselle and his number two is Mia based on what he's seen so far. So I said, go back and watch the other what? episodes and get back to me. Yep. Yep. He's got Giselle, Mia, Candace, then Ashley, then Robin, then Karen, then Wendy. That's his power ranking. But yeah, he's gone back and watched. So he's, he's in this, he's committed to Potomac and we love it. Even though his takes are outrageous. I I love that he's, that he's 
come into the housewives world. Um, you guys, that's it for us. Thank you so much for being here. Hope you have a beautiful Friday. Hope you have a beautiful weekend. And we will talk to you guys next week. Um, and we'll bring you a more jam-packed episode. New season, new interview. <laughs>